This is the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I'm Dr. Henry J. Speck. This podcast is about building your self-esteem as a parent and also the self-esteem of your children. We're going to talk about ways you can improve your parenting skills, get confident, and help your child be their best. Let's get started. Now, regardless of their age, do you want your child to be successful? Let, just just tell, just admit it. Do you want them to truly be successful? And how do you define success? And let me, let me go through some things that I believe uh, define success and then some very simple strategies that you need to pledge to do to raise a successful, happy child. But the question is, do you really want to? Because it's not easy. It's tough. It's hard. And unfortunately, many parents today don't want to do it because they are pulled by media. They've Googled something. They think they know they're experts and they don't know anything. And the first challenge in becoming an expert is to admit what you don't know. So the first thing you have to do as a parent, if you already know what to do and you're doing it and your child is happy, then just turn off the podcast. Don't listen to this stuff. Don't buy my books. Um, uh, don't raise a wimp. Raise a strong leader. Don't believe in anything I say. Just go away. And you're, you know, tell other people how successful you've been and, and do some podcasts and teach them. But if you're struggling like most of us, and I think back when I was um, a young parent, I really didn't know, despite all my training. And so I spent a great deal of time looking at this issue. And my book, Don't Be a Wimp, Raise a Strong Leader, uh, talks about this. So let's start with what I define as uh, success uh, as an outcome for you as a parent. The first is your child is self-confident. They have an internal sense inside. They're confident with what they say and do. Number two, they live a life that is consistent with their moral and ethical beliefs. Extremely important, I think, to de defining success. The third point, they lead by example. They demonstrate those behaviors they want to see in other people. Number four, they understand and take calculated risks. They understand they must often decide for the group, and that's called leadership. Their priorities are in place. They place family, spiritual, above all else. Number six, they fight through pain and advers adversity. It hurts to make tough decisions, but they make them. Physical and psychological pain comes and goes, but never guides their decision-making or behavior. Number seven, oh, this is such a huge trait today. They have a strong work ethic. They outwork most people. And let's just stop there. If you want your child to be successful and you say to yourself, what's the most important thing I need to do as a parent? I would submit to you that developing a strong work ethic in your child far surpasses where they go to school, what uh, extracurriculars they do, how many clubs they belong to, how many people they know. Work ethic by far is the strongest predictor, I believe, of success today. Number eight, they can delay gratification. They are able to delay immediate rewards or wants for long-term gain. Number nine, they have respect for self and others. They respect the opportunities they have and the gifts that they have been given. There's some humbleness with that, if you will. Number 10, 
personal sacrifice and toughness. They're willing to sacrifice their own personal rewards or gain for the betterment of the long-term goal or cause. Number 11, they never give up or quit. Even though at times it's ready, you know, they're ready to move on, it's their decision based on what is best for achieving the goal. So they are they're resilient to that. Number 12, self-discipline. They possess that. They can work alone to achieve their goals. Discipline learned early in the home transforms to self-discipline and strength later on in life. And you have an incredible role in developing these characteristics, all of them in your children. And the final one, they hate to lose. They are motivated to win. Now, if you believe these 13 characteristics are important for you to encourage your child uh, to develop so that when they leave your home and move on in life, they, they are strong and confident. And this is the definition, really, of leadership, what I just gave you. Those 13 characteristics are what I believe. Now, since writing the book, um, Don't Be a Wimp, Raise a Strong Leader, you can pick it up on Amazon. It was designed, really, for parents and to help you understand not just early uh, parenting, but also, you know, your child's now middle-aged, what do you do? But since the book's come out, we've used it and others have used it to look at leadership characteristics and how to define leadership and look for traits in people to help them when making employment hiring decisions. I use a number of those characteristical traits when I look at investing in startups and have been using all 13 characteristics in sort of an unofficial interview I do when I'm looking at an entrepreneur and should I or should I not invest in them because it's a significant predictor, I believe, in success. So what do you need to do as a parent? First, you need to take the pledge. And here are the um, five characteristics or the five factors you need to agree to if you want a parent with courage to raise a strong, self-confident child who's an incredible leader to their communities, to their families, and beyond. You have unconditional love for your child. That's number one, regardless of their behavior or actions. And I talk about that in the book and in, um, in, in some of the training we do. We, we talk about the 30-minute unconditional love exercise. You have to love your child or your children regardless of their behavior. Number two, implementing the strategies needed, even if those strategies may result in a brief physical or psychological pain for your child. Number two. So you have to use parenting strategies that sometimes aren't going to be popular with your child, are going to make them feel some brief pain. And I use the example of a vaccine. If you took your child in for a vaccine, it's not obviously a pleasant experience, or perhaps they have to have a tooth extracted or a dental appointment or some other procedure. You do it because you understand the short-term pain is for long-term gain, if you will. And as a parent, when you look at your parent strategy, it's the same. So you have to be willing and understand that uh, delivering, for example, time out may be difficult, but it's something you may have to do depending on your child and the situation. Number three is the toughest for many parents. You accept that your child will never be and should never be your friend. It's about boundaries. It's about making sure you're accessible to your child for those, you know, even middle-aged parenting needs that they may have of you, but they will never be your friend. Number four, at times you will make decisions without your child's input, only later to accept a gradual pulling away of control and encouraging their independence. So number four really has to do with you as a parent or grandparent 
whoever may be listening to this podcast in, in control of the household, will often make decisions without any input of your child. As they get older, you will allow for more input, but as I talk about in the book, those are level two decisions. You take input, but you in the end make the final decision. Level three decisions, as I discuss, are those where the child makes the decision on their own. They may ask for your opinion, but in the end, they must decide and face the consequences or the benefits of their decision. So there's really a three-step decision-making process uh, that goes with that point four. You'll find it in the book, and I talk about that because it's very important for children to understand when you ask their advice or children may think they can give you, uh, you know, direction, and you say, well, wait a minute, that's a level one decision. Only I make that decision. Level two decision will be you're at a restaurant. You say to your seven-year-old, okay, what do you feel like eating today? Give me your choices, but in the end, I'm going to decide. Uh, because obviously they're not going to order the most expensive thing on the menu and so on. So so there's different levels of decision-making. But as a parent, the point is you understand the steps you have to go through in transitioning from you become in charge, totally, of all decisions. And obviously you bring your child home from the hospital. They're born. You make every decision for that child, 100% of them. And as they get older, you gradually add more responsibility to them so that by the time they're going off to college or university or get their first job or leave your home, they're obviously going to be making the majority of those decisions on their own. And the final point that sort of guides the whole philosophy of parenting is that you accept that the primary job of parenting your child is to prepare them to thrive once you are no longer available. Your job is to get them ready to thrive when you're gone, whether that be uh, from the location where they move out or when you leave the planet. That's your job as a parent, to prepare them for that. You don't want them to be dependent on you because eventually you're not going to be around. You're supposed to go before them. So that's your job and your goal. So that's the five-step pledge as a parent you need to take, I believe, to raise a strong leader. Now, if you want to read more, we'll be talking about this throughout the podcast. I'm going to go through parts of the book and talk about you know, various aspects, some things that were somewhat critical people were, including the discussion on spanking. Um, and, and we'll go through all of it and discuss it. And, and I'm hoping that you'll, you'll pick it up. Uh, Don't Be a Wimp, Raise a Strong Leader. You can get it on Amazon.ca. You can get it uh, for free on Kindle if you're a, a Kindle. Um, I believe it's called uh, Kindle Preferred or something where it's free. Um, or you can pick up the actual book. You should also, I encourage you, if you have other people involved in the parenting of your child, could be grandparents, could be aunts and uncles, Get them to read it if you decide to have a look and maybe use some of the strategies in the book. Look forward to talking with you again next time. I'm Dr. Svack. Have an amazing week. This has been the Parenting with Confidence podcast with Dr. Henry J. Svack. Remember, you can pick up my book, Don't Be a Wimp, Raise a Strong Leader at Amazon.ca. 